0: And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio.
1: I was just at a turning point, I think, for myself with my business that I either needed to make the commitment and invest in myself to move forward, or maybe it was time for a break because I just wasn't feeling as fulfilled in my photography business.
0: This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I wanna share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. Today, I'm talking with one of my recent coaching students, Amy And we are going into all of the things that have been helpful in her photo business transformation. You've heard me talk about the greenhouse before, and this is another one of those times. But what's really cool about this particular episode is that you'll get to hear from someone that's gone through the process exactly their take on it and what really helped them and what was challenging for them and why ultimately they decided to invest some of their precious time and finances into working with me. And I am super passionate about people getting clear and having that motivation and just feeling excited about the art that they want to create and put into the world. I love it. And it's so fun to see an example of someone who really, really benefited from, from the greenhouse and from working together and, uh, Yeah, a rising tide lifts all boats, and I I really would love to see that for everyone. But without further ado, this is my interview with Amy of Amy K. Photography. And before we jump in, here's a quick note from our sponsors. So if you're like most photographers, you probably didn't go into business for paperwork. Does the chaos of invoices, emails, to-dos make you a little crazy? Well, that is where 17 Hats comes in. Their all-in-one, mobile-friendly platform organizes your entire business. 17 Hats handles things like time-sucking tasks, payment reminders, capturing leads, and scheduling your meetings. With 17 Hats, important emails go out automatically. Quotes, contracts, and invoices. Click, click, paid. So it's a small wonder that thousands of photographers swear by 17 Hats. You'll free up so much time from day-stealing to-dos. It's like you've cloned yourself. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, which is obviously photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it. So why not clone yourself with 17 Hats? Visit 17hats.com to learn more with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. That's 17hats.com with the discount code PHOTOBIZHELP. Okay, so one of the things everyone talks about all the time is that you shouldn't do it all alone, that it's super valuable to seek education, help, mentorship, all that stuff.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yes. So this this episode is definitely going to be focused on some of the stuff I've been working on the last few years. But I want to know, Audrey... <laughs> We've talked about this a lot, but I, I think it's really important. And I, I actually need to be reminded of it a lot more often too, because I tend to get in my own head and just like, you know, type A, like I can do it myself, but tell me your thoughts. <laughs> tell me your thoughts on seeking out education, investing in yourself, mentorship, all that kind of stuff. What what comes up for you?
2: Yeah. um, I think I have kind of a different experience. Maybe I just think I'm special. I don't know. You are special. Um, (laughs) No, but I, so I went to college for photography. That's what I'm getting at is not, most people don't do that. And I don't necessarily recommend it, but I went to college, got my degree in photography. And I've said this before, and I think I said this to you. So I met you because you had a class in Minneapolis, a business intro to business photography class. And even though I had gone to college and I got my bachelor's degree, after I graduated, I I left feeling very unprepared for what was next. Like I didn't know what to do. So I didn't do anything for at least a year and a half, if not longer. And then I had my daughter shortly after. And when she was about one, uh, was when I decided I really wanted to, step back into photography and figure that all out. And so I needed a refresher and I found your class. It was a one day class, maybe like five hours long. And I left that one day, five hour class feeling more prepared than I did from my like years and bachelor's degree of photography. Yeah. And that, you know, and I went to school in the early 2000s. That was before we had like the resources online that we do today, like YouTube tutorials and online classes and stuff. But it just like showed me how valuable one-on-one education from somebody that's walked the walk is. And since then, you know, I did a ton of second shooting. And that also was like probably something that taught me more than anything about being a wedding photographer than anything in my college years taught me. Because it was true hands-on experience. Yeah. So now, you know, when I chat with photographers that are newer or wanting to learn more, I I can't say it enough. Find somebody, a mentor that you can like shadow or pay for their time or they, or that they offer a course like you do with the Greenhouse. Greenhouse. And that's a program. It's amazing because it's not just like an online class. Lots of time with me. So worth it. It is worth thousands and thousands of dollars it'll you'll pay it back like you'll get that money back so much quicker and cheaper than a college
0: degree to do it. <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying all of that, you know I Anyways. really do, <laughs> yeah. but I also think you made a good point, like you came out of learning a skill and then didn't have like the business training and hence photo business help, obviously, but like you know, even though I'm not like a business expert by any means, and there are loads of photographers that are you know, I have different business models than I do. And, you know, everybody's at various levels of killing it, quote unquote, or whatever. Like, I just think that having that foundation in place, and I talked a lot about that in Escape the Cubicle, which is the thing that you came to, is huge. And I think the point of a teacher, like, and I talk about this a lot too, but I have my own teachers and my own programs that I sign up to, to learn, because I think, we're all trying to get from a to b and yeah you could probably google most of what you want to learn and sort of piece it together and sort of figure it out on your own but you're missing accountability you're missing community and you're missing like it's going to take you a while to find sort of the right information versus i think going from a to b way 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 faster yeah with a super clear plan that's like tailored to what you're doing i mean that's what essentially what you're investing in, you're, you're saving, you're trying to save yourself time and you're also trying to get shit done, you know? yeah. And, uh, I think like, that's what a coach will do. That's what a mentor will do is really expedite that process and, and and help you get the businessy stuff done. You know, that like you're sitting around going, I know I need to do this. I know I need an email list. I know I need a website, you know, like, yeah, yeah, totally.
2: Huge. So worth it. Like, are you, are you going to motivate yourself to go through that entire online course and put it all to work? And I mean, it's like I would use, you know, Google and YouTube and I use those often for things like, how do I change this setting in my camera? Or how do I make this effect in Photoshop?
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Those quick little skills that you're trying to learn. Yeah, A mentor, you know, really shows you the ropes and teaches you and holds you accountable and helps you like kind of set the foundation for your whole business and then also helps like instill some confidence in you. Um, That was a thing I lacked too from going to school. I walked away just not feeling like I knew what I was doing or good at it.
0: The doing of it. I mean, back to my teaching stuff, which we talk about on this show a lot. I mean, I did my master's degree And it wasn't until like the last like three months of having this student teach or six months or whatever it was that I was in the classroom with actual humans that I was like, oh, yeah, I feel like I could maybe be a teacher now. But it's like you spend two and a half years just in the books, learning concepts and like child psychology and all sorts of stuff that you're like, I still don't feel like I could teach. And it's the same with anything, you know, like, you know, surgeons have to actually do the surgery and not just like take anatomy tests. And I think with photography, it's like, get out there. And like, if you, if business is the area that you're really stuck on, you know, right now, more than anything, like get someone to help you through that and get everything set up and running smoothly. If, if shooting freaks you out, shadow somebody, you know, like go be with other photographers and just seeing what they do and what they bring in their bag and how they interact with other customers and stuff like that is, is so valuable
2: how they handle like real life things that pop up another thing that I thought of too like the benefit of having a mentor especially if it's somebody local is that you get kind of plugged usually somebody that's been doing it a while already has kind of a community and they're plugged into it here Mm. and you kind of get that access as well to their people and plugged in more to their community and I've said this before think on some episode that so much like a significant amount of my income comes from other photographers in some way either i'm taking their photos for them or they refer me to somebody somebody else or i second shot for them or just anything yeah i have a subcontracting job that i do as well for another photo company and that community aspect like if you're worried about oh it costs X, Y, and Z to invest in education. It's like, it's gonna, you're gonna get that money back like tenfold. It's so worth it.
0: Yeah, it totally is. Any course I've taken to it's so worth it. You get you learn. I mean, for me, at this point, I'm learning a lot about coaching and how to set up like an effective program that people actually get something out of and all that. And I've learned so much. And, and so I think no matter where you're at, you're always going to be you're always going to be needing to learn something. I mean, I heard somewhere and it stuck with me also, like all of the people doing like that are like the best at things, like let's like Olympians, all of them have coaches. You know, it's not like you're like so good that you don't need a coach, you know, like you, like right. everyone has somebody that can that they can learn from if they are trying to be a professional at it generally. Yep. I think that that's something to keep in mind and and it's easy you know, to just be on your own and kind of think that you can do it on your own, but also like having a community. I mean, this can be lonely stuff—just sitting around doing your own photo business. So I think you bring up a really good point that like you get plugged into other other groups and get to meet other people, and that's yeah, cool. That's how we met. Yay! It
2: is. Yeah. Yeah, and the benefit of having a community is there's so many benefits to it. Not just oh, I have some friends. Mm-hmm. You know pops up and you are sick and you can't go to a job, you can call on your people to help you out. Or if you run into a, an issue and, you know, I just had somebody in the middle of a session reach out to me, they ran into an issue and they're like, I need help. What would you do in this situation? And I gave them some pointers and mm-hmm. yeah, there's benefits too. Plus there's only so much, you know, if you're, if you stick with your business and you get to a certain point, it's kind of, I think where I'm at now you can only go so far and make so much on your own before Mm -hmm. you have to hire people to help you. And yeah, that's like a whole other topic, not necessarily coaches, but you get plugged
0: into that community. Yeah. It really is like, and I use growth a lot, hence why it's called the greenhouse and plants and all that stuff. But like it is all connected to growth, like your own growth, your business growth, your community growth, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And I really like that you bring this up. It's a really good reminder for anyone listening that developing the skill of photography and of running a business can take on so many different looks. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but like where you could be an associate to somebody. You were my associate. You could be just doing edits for a company. You could be running your own business. Then like me, you could like have a podcast and start coaching or like there's so many different arms to this, you know, octopus basically. And I think remembering that as well. Like, you know, you don't necessarily know what you might love. I never thought you think I was like, I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, you know, I mean, he, we this was an evolution over yeah 12 years, you know, and here we are and it's awesome. But, you know, be open to, yeah, plugging yourself into other communities, learning from others. It's super valuable. I know the investment can freak people out sometime, but the final thought I'll give on investment, and I know you and I both have talked about this, when you spend $2,000, $5,000, whatever it is on an intensive course, let's say it's 12 weeks or eight weeks or whatever, you show up for it. Anytime I've like signed up for like a free thing, I'll like look at it and I'll be motivated for like two days. And then it just, I never look at it again. you know. Yep. And I think also if you're paying at that price point, you generally have a human being walking you through it. So you're not just given a link And that's it. That's the course. You know, those are great. There's a lot of great courses out there. I'm not knocking them for like a few hundred bucks that you can do on your own. And that's that's totally fine. But like what you're getting at that investment level is like so worth it because you have all of these other components that are, you know, they're personalized. You've got community, you've got accountability, you've got like a human being on the other end of it, which I think is really cool. And you have the motivation to show up because you're like, I paid whatever for this. I'm showing up. And that's how I am every time. I just did a $5,000 course this spring. And I was like, I'm showing up to everything, you know, because and I'm doing all of the things, all the worksheets, (laughs) you know, whatever it was and uh, doing all the calls and and I got a lot out of it. So that's my final thought.
2: Nope. That is, there's some psychology behind that for sure. Yep. Nope. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Psychology behind that for sure. If you, if you spend the money, you're way more likely to actually do the work of it.
0: Yeah. 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 Like if you're looking to get unstuck, like if nothing's working and you've started like five different courses and you've kind of put things together, but you really want to like get your shit together and actually do it. I think this is one of the ways that's pretty effective for most people. And you get a lot out of it. Everyone gets something different out of it. Like you said, like I, you posted yeah. it in the photo business help, like the community Facebook group where you were like last year, this is like a couple of years ago. You're like, you guys, last year it was over 50% of my income from other photographers. Oh, which yeah. Is like, there you go. You know?
2: Yep. And I would say it's probably, you know, somewhere in that range, maybe a little less this year, but still significant amount of money that I would not have if I was not plugged in and had other photographer friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Plus with the greenhouse, you get to do cool stuff like tarot. (laughs) Yes. And And hang out with Natalie. I'm jealous. Sometimes you're there. You might be there. Who knows? I always start my coaching calls with my greenhouse folks with a, what is a win? What is something that you can celebrate that happened since the last time we talked? It could be like, I slept in, or it could be like, I hit my income goal, or it could be like, I didn't eat the third donut, whatever it is, you know, like, it. it's like, it could be anything. But before, since we're done here and we want to get into the rest of the interview, uh, what is something, what is a win, big or small, that you, Audrey, have had this week or since we last spoke? Well, (laughs) I
2: launched more, I launched two more mini session dates in November at a studio and I was not planning on doing that. And then I got really excited about it and then I decided to launch it and I've booked almost half of them.
0: Yeah, woohoo! That's awesome. I haven't even posted it publicly yet, so that's awesome. Well done. Yeah, especially for November because people aren't quite sure what they're doing yet. Sometimes, so for yeah. that many people to be commit, I mean, you'll book it for sure. I think so. Yeah,
2: yeah. got a couple months to. Yeah, I'm nice. not too worried about it.
0: Cool. Yeah. How about you? Do you have a win? Well, I decided. I talked about this on another recent chat we had, but I decided to take some time with my partner Harry to go do something that's not related to a work trip. So we haven't done this we di- we've discovered in like 4 years. So it's always like a conference or like a photo shoot or something related to work that takes us, you know, away. So we're going to Vegas and we're going to Mexico over the next few weeks for a couple different reasons. Like there's stuff going on. We're going to see a couple shows and hang out with some friends and do some stuff, but like it's just to hang out. And awesome. this is my first year not doing weddings anymore. I had a couple of holdovers from COVID, but my entire career of 12 years of doing this is the first year that I have been able to go, like, yep, I can be there Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I've never yep. been able to say that. And it feels so there's not only like one Saturday, Sunday, but two Saturday, Sundays that I am. I am hanging out. So that feels really good. And it feels like uh, the right next step for me.
2: Yeah, that's a big win. I like that one.
0: Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, I'm excited for you. Well, okay. (laughs) We could just. I'll be working (laughs) on
2: Saturday, (laughs) Sunday. (laughs) It's Sunday. It's cool, man. It's
0: cool. It's an evolution. I like thinking of it as an evolution, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like setting sure. out to build your business, you're like, oh, I can't wait till I have this all set and ready to go. My welcome sequence and my blog posts and my, you know, yeah. mini, like, but it's always an evolution. And, and we should yeah. talk about that on a future show or episode rather, but making a note of it right now.
2: Yeah. That's good that you said that. Cause you said something, I think the last time we talked that has been sticking in my brain the last few weeks of how we're constantly refining our business. Mm-hmm. And that is, I mean, that's true about who you are as a person in life too you're constantly kind of like bettering and bettering and refining and tweaking and get to your true self and the same goes for business you can't really ever just sit down and get it all done and then you're ready to go yeah <laughs> it's a constant tweaking and making better and like adjusting and yeah just yeah that's the use to that
0: <laughs> no I love that that's a great place to segue into yeah. the to interview with amy but thank you audrey i love talking to you thank and i you. will talk to you soon yay <laughs> okay. i like that we sign after sort of like laughing or singing every time that's not planned but it's great
2: it's a joyful little thing to leave you all with <laughs> joyful <laughs> you're welcome bye <laughs> I love that we're just
1: like,
0: oh, hi. Oh, hey. I just, I feel like I just saw you not that long ago, which is great. (laughs) This is what happens when, this is what's so magical about like those sessions is you get kind of like excited and used to seeing each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing this show. Yeah. I'm really excited to just chat with you a little bit about kind of like your journey like where where you kind of started from and then certainly is a little bit of a, a shameless plug into the the greenhouse but you know just totally. to hear hear your feedback so other people can hear it and to kind mm-hmm. of maybe follow up on anything that's sort of post greenhouse happening whether it's you know l- lack of momentum or more momentum or whatever whatever has been going on it's okay, only been cool. it's only been like 2 weeks so yeah you know, yeah but yeah cool Yay. Okay, that sounds great. <laughs> so, Amy, uh hi. <laughs>
1: hey,
0: Natalie. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your business and uh and what you what you do. Well, let's let's do this. Maybe say a little bit about what your business looked like before we started working together. That might be a good Sure. trajectory to follow.
1: Definitely. So, my business is Amy K Photography and uh, before Natalie and I started working together, I was kind of all over the board. I was shooting weddings. I was shooting seniors, newborns, maternity, kind of anybody that was willing and interested in getting pictures taken. I just really enjoyed taking pictures. So I wanted to have the opportunity to work with a lot of different people and provide that service to them. But I was really starting to feel kind of bogged down and a little lost in my business. And I've been feeling that way for a little while. I follow the podcast and so I was seeing some of your updates about the greenhouse and and I just woke up one night in the middle of the night and just sort of had this epiphany that I was I was just at a turning point I think for myself with my business that I either needed to make the commitment and invest in myself to move forward or maybe it was time for a break because I just wasn't feeling as fulfilled in my photography business as I had been hoping to, and as I maybe was at the beginning when it's all new and really exciting as you're getting things established. So that was sort of the crux of why I decided to reach out and inquire about if the greenhouse might be a good fit for me and how I could move forward in my business with some guidance and help from someone who knows so much.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. And it's interesting. I mean, we all get to these like stagnant places, in our businesses, and and just a side note, the reason I didn't like follow up with you before we started recording is because I'm really curious. Just it's nice not knowing anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we haven't really prepped anything, but what I am really curious about, and and myself in my own journey investing in coaches and in groups and other things, so that I can learn. I feel like it's really common to have this, like, oh, I can do it. Like I'm a capable person. Mm-hmm. I can just like Google it, figure it out what was the thing for you that was like, Oh, I, I actually, I want help. Like what, what was the sort of moment where you're like, I think it actually makes sense to invest in this?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. You know, over the years, like you said, you know, I'm kind of Googling things, looking at others in the industry whose work I either admire or feel like I align well with kind of trying to figure out what, what looks like it might be working for them. Maybe I could try something similar with my own flavor, put my own spin on it. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And a little bit of that is the nature of you know, kind of running your own business and figuring it out when you don't have a background in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of it actually, for me, came down to, I am A little type A, pretty organized person. So I have a lot of the paperwork and documentation and notes I've taken on different things I've tried in the past with photography. So I was kind of flipping through some of that to see, like, maybe something will spark something in my mind. And I came back to this packet. From five six years ago, actually, when I took your "Escaping the Cubicle" course ah, um, yes. back in person, you know, when we were doing those things, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And as I was flipping through it, I was just really remembering and recognizing how inspired I felt mm. as a part of leaving that class, and that I really felt like I had very tangible things that I could try, and I also really liked the fact at least in my previous experience working with you as part of that class, I liked that I didn't feel like I had to do anything that didn't feel like me Mm. so that my business truly was a reflection of who I am inside. And so I was starting to get some of those warm fuzzies almost, just looking through some of those notes from years ago that as I kind of was recognizing, you know, something's just not working here. I'm not finding what I feel I need by doing this Google searching by looking at other people in the industry. I feel like I'm throwing spaghetti at a wall, hoping something will stick, but I don't even know if I'm using the right kind of pasta or, you know, so I just, I need someone to hand me the noodles so that I I'm willing to do the work and put in the time and figure out how to make it my own. But I just need a little help to get there. And having had that experience with you in the past of knowing the inspiration that I, I was pretty sure I was going to feel again, But really that sense of
0: empowerment
1: was what I was looking for, uh, is what led me in the direction of the greenhouse
0: then. That's really cool. I like that you mentioned that you're a type A person because I really want anyone listening that is a type A person. I'm also leaning in that direction myself. I'm very organized, very self-motivated like we are the ones that are like the last ones to ever think we need help because we are the ones that can figure it all out. And I think mm-hmm. that for me in my own journey was a big aha where it was like, oh, someone else's spin on it. Someone else's experience is super motivating. Like when you said you got like the warm fuzzies from reading your notes, it it really is a totally different thing to, to dive into something I think and have someone else kind of walk you through it. And you know, you could go through all the different types of pasta. But really what like, what a coach <laughs> will do is give you the right one right away. So you don't have to like, yes. try 8000 types. And, you know, I think the whole point of any kind of education in any field is, uh, is getting you from A to B as fast as possible with like, all the stuff you need, you know, based on whatever your situation is. So I like that you brought up the type A thing because I totally, (laughs) because it's like, you know, it is, it's really easy to be like, I'll figure it out. I'll just Google and figure it out because the information is out there. I mean, if you search enough, but man, I I think that that process can be kind of lonely and not very fast.
1: The other thing that I felt that I really would benefit from was sort of that sense of accountability, Ah. that having the coaching would help it's kind of like with exercise you know you kind of get ex- inspired yeah I, i'm going to i'm going to get fit i'm going to get healthy and you might start you know for me i'll i'll get excited i'll start working out a couple days a week and then it sort of peter's off and you mm-hmm. don't even necessarily realize that's happening but if you have that accountability buddy who you're checking in with even if you're not doing the actual exercising with them but if you connect every day or a couple times a week to say, hey, how's that going? How do you have any struggles? Can I help you in any way? I was also feeling like that would probably help push me through some of those hurdles or s- periods mm-hmm. of uncomfortableness as I was trying to figure out what to do with my business.
0: Yeah, where you're like, I don't. I don't want to do this right now, you Uh know, or whatever. Also, I think we talked about this a little bit, but one of the benefits too of kind of going through like a program, like, like greenhouse, we're going to talk about that, but like is the order in which you have to do stuff. So if you're sitting there by yourself, like type A, like I've got to do this, 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 and this. It's just like so overwhelming to be like, where do I even start? And I think one of the things we mentioned at one of our, one of our chats, but it was like, nice to do it in the order that you did it. It was sort of like it made like sense in in the bigger picture. I guess. Did you Hopefully you get what I Definitely. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the accountability piece, we we definitely talked about this too. But I mean, in my own experience with coaches and programs and stuff, and you know, not to go into like finance stuff, but when you're investing financially in something and when you're investing your time in something and someone that combination mixed with the accountability buddy is like, magic sauce because it's like if you're gonna go all in and invest all of that you know valuable stuff time and money like if that doesn't work for you like then what will you know like i think that voice goes in the back at least in my head where i'm like man i like if this isn't gonna work like if i don't do this like when am i ever gonna do this you know Uh (sighs) wow i'm really glad that it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that all of that was really positive <laughs> for you. So I'm curious. Let's go back to your business because you did some incredible work when we worked together and really transformed a lot. But what do you think was like the hardest part about? You know, we talk a lot about niching down, and like, what uh-huh. do you think was the the block there, or why do you think why do you think so many lifestyle photographers offer everything? For me, it was just really scary.
1: And I wasn't ready to make that leap without just that little push that I think I needed of you telling me it doesn't have to be this way forever. Mm. You know, it just a simple little thing like that was the encouragement that I needed to be like, you know, that's right. If I decide down the road that I want to make a change, it's kind of like one of the conversations you and Audrey had recently. On the podcast, of sometimes change is a really good thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, change has always been very scary and intimidating. And I know for me, that's why I didn't feel comfortable niching down before. Cause I'm like, what if no one wants to work with me because I don't offer what they're looking for? So it was really a whole mindset shift of don't think about it as who won't want to work with you because you're not offering something they're interested, but how can I reach the people that? do want to work with me?
0: Uh And how can
1: I make sure I'm finding the right people that are the good fit for me and for my business?
0: Yeah, well, and that's huge. And, and how having that focus changed the way you kind of approach what you like the content you create. So when you're doing maybe a blog post or a social post, how has the, the narrowed focus changed um, that process for you?
1: Well, I'm going to use one of the words, actually, that we used a lot as we were working together, which is alignment. Ah. Um, Before I niched down to focus on weddings and couples, when it came to blogging or putting something out on Instagram, I was just kind of going through, oh, this is a picture that I like. I think I'll share this today. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that approach. I still like to do that sometimes Mm -hmm. to kind of mix it up a little bit. But now I feel much more aligned with myself and what I actually want to accomplish and the people that I want to be bringing in. How do I speak to those people in particular? You and I talked a lot about finding that ideal client, which is you know something I've heard in the past, but I never quite knew how to get to that point of really focusing in on who that client is and giving them a name and, and learning about who they are and what their interests are. But being able to speak directly to that person has helped a lot as I'm trying to figure out my voice and the topics that I'm covering when I'm blogging now. What are they gonna want to know about? What are their questions? What are the things they're worried about when it comes to planning their wedding that I can ease some of those worries through the things that I'm
0: sharing? Yeah. No, that's so awesome. And it's it seems like a silly thing. And we do hear it ad nauseum like find your ideal client. But mm-hmm. when you can when you can kind of name and picture someone, like what would what would they think about this, you know, it really aligns what you're doing in such a clear way. And I think, you know, I talk about clarity a lot. And a a huge part of Mm -hmm. this whole process is walking away with clarity, which is, for me, I think a very motivating thing. Sounds like it has been for you. But what was something that stands out to you in the program that um, with you don't have to go into super detail about it, but just like a portion of it that really helped you? One of the things I wasn't expecting that we would kind of get into,
1: but I have found really beneficial is when we worked on leaning into what feels good and following your gut instinct, Mm -hmm. because I've been so afraid of change and I, I, I just want to blanket reach everybody out there that might want pictures, I haven't allowed myself to recognize those feelings in me. So when you were just posing simple questions of, If I were to tell you, okay, you're only going to do this type of photography from now on. What does that make you feel like? And if my gut reaction was like, "Uh, I mean, it's fine, but it doesn't really make me that happy. In the past, I would have totally ignored that. But that was really helpful for me to Mm. identify like, oh, I actually, you know, I really love, love weddings. And I love working with couples. And I don't not enjoy the other types of photography that I've done as a lifestyle photography, but those are just the ones that bring me so much passion and excitement right now that those are the things that I should focus on. So listening to my body was something Ah. surprising that I was Mm -hmm. not expecting, um, but has been beneficial. And I have used since we finished the greenhouse coursework and even just small decisions of, oh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to set up my newsletter and my email list. And what are those small decisions that I can listen to how I physically react to my options? That's the direction I'm going to take.
0: Yeah, that's huge. And it's so it's like such a hard thing to like explain to people like this is an important part. I mean, you are your business. And if you aren't listening, like if you're just kind of going through the motions, or you're just trying to follow a formula that's for everyone. I mean, it, it it doesn't really work that way in a, a service-based uh-huh. business with a single business. You know, you're not, you, you are the business in a lot of ways. And if you're not really listening to what feels good or what doesn't, you know, it's not going to be aligned and it's also going to feel, yeah, it's just going to, you're going to end up with a lot of clients or having a lot of situations where you're like, eh, I don't, I don't want to do this. <laughs> you know, like,
1: right. <laughs> you're not excited to go on the shoot. Yeah. Um, as much as you or something else.
0: Yeah, I remember, do you mind sharing that story since we're talking about mindset stuff? I remember mm-hmm. you shot a wedding that some things happened where you were, you know, without, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't want to put it like anyone Sure. Yeah. Like out out there if you don't if you don't want to, but you just had an experience where you were like I know exactly what I don't want to experience again, you know? Mhm. And I don't know, I don't remember how you described it to me. Do you remember how you just had like a mind, like an aha moment when you were, you were going through like stuff was just kind of, you were helping someone out. It wasn't a client. It was like a friend, but like stuff was just, yeah. so because of that, it wasn't set up the way that you would have liked it to have gone. You were just kind of filling in and I don't, Yeah. do you remember telling me about that? I do. Yeah,
1: you're right. It It wasn't a traditional wedding as far as like a normal client that reached out to me. I was just helping out. Um, a friend who was who was a little bit in need. And don't get me wrong, they're still a wonderful friend. um, Mm -hmm. But photographing their wedding was very stressful, because it was not at all what I had expected. And much of the day didn't kind of follow my usual very well thought out and planned and organized path. I had reached out a couple times to try and get a list of the family photos they were interested in because I wasn't even sure which family members were going to be present. Hmm. Um, I wasn't really getting much feedback on that. So the morning of the wedding, I'm sitting at my kitchen counter just cobbling together my best guess as to a list of the family photos that they're going to want. This particular couple I know are fairly self-conscious and introverted. So we had agreed that a first look was going to be a really good choice for them so that they wouldn't have the family and friends kind of all milling around Mm -hmm. um, as they were getting their portraits taken. So I had scheduled that time with them uh, the night before we finally settled on a timeline. Right. Um, But sort of what happened on the day of the wedding. They are notoriously a little behind schedule typically. So I was expecting that we wouldn't get started on time, but they showed up about five minutes before the rest of the family. And I had been waiting at the park for almost an hour to do their portraits and their first look. So we really had to shift everything around really quickly, did all the family photos first, tried to do the bride and groom photos at the end you know, one of the parents decided to follow us around still taking pictures on their cell phone. And because it's someone that you know, sometimes that makes it more difficult to try and be that professional and draw the line in the sand there of of what works and doesn't work for you as a photographer.
0: I can just feel the tension. Yeah. As you're telling this story.
1: as As we were leaving the park to go to the ceremony, you know, one, one made the comment that, wow, you know, I was really just expecting we were just going to take a couple pictures and be done with it, but you're like a real photographer. (laughs) And I'm sure they meant it as a compliment. So I'm trying to take it that way. But let me tell you, in the moment, it was very difficult for me to, you know, after I've been reaching out to you, I've given you my website, like, here's what you should expect for the day. Here's what I need from you. And I, you know, it just wasn't gelling the way that I was hoping that
0: it would and really wanted
1: it to. So coming out of that experience, that really helped with that exercise of the ideal client and what they value in a photography experience and how I can bring that to them. It doesn't mean that if if someone isn't my ideal client, it doesn't mean I can't be great friends with them and think they're a wonderful person. Right. We just might not be a great fit photo-wise. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> I,
0: I think I remember you saying like because of what we had been working on, you just in that moment recognized that like oh this isn't like all weddings and this isn't like my fault mm-hmm. this is it was much this is you know
1: yes it was much easier for me as we were leaving the park going into the ceremony to just kind of have a mental reset you know where a couple months ago if this would have happened before you and i were working together i think that really would have made it difficult for me to work through the rest of the day and and the rest of the wedding events that needed to be covered,
0: you know, because I, I you would have thought have, that like, you I just would have been in my head cover. so much, right, right, right. You and, would have blamed it on this, yourself instead exactly. of like the situation, not being the ideal yep. person. And here in this
1: instance, with that mental reset, I could go into the rest of it and say, you know what, this is the wedding that they have created for themselves and they seem super happy I'm just going to be here and and do what I can with what I know how to do and what they have planned for their perfect day. And we're going to make it work. So I didn't get stuck in my head and get really depressed and down about it, um, which was super helpful. (laughs) for
0: me. Well, and it's a great lesson for people listening that are doing wedding photography or any kind of photography, rather, but it kind of aligns with what I was saying about, you know, investing in a mentor or a education in in the same way that you show up more for that kind of stuff it's like if you're doing a favor for someone like you were like because there there wasn't the same level of investment as there would be if you were Uh like this is a five thousand dollar thing and you know like those directions and suggestions probably would have really been taken on by them in a very different way you know I think we get Some of the short ends of the sticks when we're doing stuff voluntarily or when we're trying to help people out, because it you think it's going to be easier, but it ends up being like wild, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really glad that that was again, it comes down to mindset. And I think, I think recognizing that and just going like, oh, okay, it's this is just not my ideal thing. And I'm it's fine, it'll be fine. Yep. Yeah, totally. Is there anything I mean? I have I could ask you a million things but is there any <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that you that stands out that you like really enjoyed or that's really helped you or maybe let's talk about let's talk about kind of where you are right now so you kind of zeroed in on wedding photography we did a lot of work uh-huh. with copy and your website you know having someone there to really look over things and stuff i think you said was really useful but how does it feel now that it's been a few weeks since since the program ended
1: it just feels a lot more calm, mm. I guess. And in, in the right way, not calm as in there's no interest or anything like that, but calm rather as in I don't feel as much anxiety about, oh, shoot, what am I going to post this week? Or I didn't have time to do that. And because I know what my focus is, we've created a plan for how am I going to address future content? How am I going to figure out what that content is going to be? What should my schedule look like? Blocking time, you know, doing things in batches. These are all things that you hear people talk about individually here and there throughout the industry. But until you really sit down and do the work and figure out what works for you, it's so hard to put that into practice. So now you know i feel so much more confident in my website and that it's clean and that it really reflects who i am as mm. a person so that as people are coming out to my website i want them to be able to be to make that choice of like oh she looks super fun, but maybe she's not the right photographer for us, or they can just really lean in and be like, oh my gosh, I really need to work with her because I think we would be a perfect fit. Yes. Whereas before I didn't have that feeling at all about my website. I'm like, here's some pictures that I think you might think are pretty yeah. and doing my best over here. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that attracting and repelling thing is, is it mm-hmm. tough? It's a tough one to really get used to. I mean, when I started doing the greenhouse stuff, and then when I started chatting about like, oh, and we'll do some tarot readings to align with what, you know, there's definitely people that are like, no, thank you. <laughs> then there's definitely people that might be curious that are like, oh, that's, mm-hmm. maybe I'll try something new. But I mean, trying to be everything to everyone is, is not uh, ultimately going to be a recipe for growth for sure. So I'm glad that right. that really helped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, what's on the horizon for you this the rest of the year?
1: Yeah. So the rest of the year, as far as my business is concerned, I'm really focusing on creating a lot of new content to help couples planning weddings Mm -hmm. or that are interested in celebrating an anniversary or just a date night. You know, what are some things that you can do for a photo shoot to make that more fun? How can you choose the perfect location for you? You know, what are some options for alternative ideas like Instead of doing a receiving line, what are a couple other things you could consider Mm. if you want something slightly less traditional? I'm trying to put myself back in my own shoes five years ago when I was planning my wedding. Mm of What are the things that went really well? And what are the things I struggled with? And how can I marry those two together Mm -hmm. to serve people that probably have exactly the same questions that I did five years ago when I was planning a wedding? Um, So from a photographer standpoint, you know, we're there from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. So we see it all many, many times. So we probably know a lot more about weddings than people think beyond just the photos side of things. Um, so percent. I just feel like it'll be, it'll be really helpful to, to put some of that out into the universe and just try and and help people as they're navigating the challenges of planning a wedding. I'm also, I've established an email list with my Yay. current customers um, and wonderful clients that have stuck around with me for so long. And, and I'm starting a newsletter that I'm actually going to be sending the very first one out tomorrow, which Yay. I'm
0: super excited about. Make sure you um, add me to that. So
1: you got it. I will. <laughs> um, so I'm excited to work on that and hopefully build that and grow that more in coming months and and work with my upcoming wedding clients for the rest of the year and some for next year and, and have, just have some awesome shoots and have some some fun with them.
0: Yay. I love hearing this. And I get really excited because I, I can feel energetically like when people have clarity it's just like a Uh different that sounds really weird to say out loud that sentence but like you know that clarity is almost tangible in people it's like it's just it's motivating it's exciting and i'm such a huge i'm just a huge fan of clarity in general but i'm really happy that everything is going really well for you and again you did some you did a lot of hard work you know that kind of work where you're like ugh I don't want to do this, (laughs) you know, but it really, but it pays off. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Any advice for people listening that you just random thing popping into your head that you want to share with anybody at all that might be helpful?
1: Sure. Uh, Whether you're considering the greenhouse or not, one of the things that we were talking about just a little bit earlier today was, was really listening to yourself and your body and trusting yourself. Going through the greenhouse, highly recommend it if you haven't uh, picked up on that already from the rest of this conversation. But regardless, don't discount yourself. Like deep down, you know what you actually want. It's just trying to recognize that and pull it to the surface. And it's okay to recognize that. If it means making a change, you can try it and always go back to what was comfortable if after a little while with that change, you realize it's not for you so that was something that i pulled out of this whole experience of lean into that change give it a really good effort but it's okay if it doesn't work
0: just give it a try really yeah no <laughs> all you I can love do that. is try that's right <laughs> listening to yourself is so huge and it is a process you know you try something mm-hmm. and if if it doesn't feel good you can it's an evolution. It's a process. We talked about how, you know, if, if one of your past wedding clients gets in touch and wants to do a family session, you can feel that out and have like a private page that you send them for stuff. Absolutely. Like, like your business, you know, getting this focus dialed in is is just the first step. And, and again, it can change. But I think, man, I think there's so many of us that have, you know, we all have a different approach to our art and our work, because we're all different and we're all humans. And I think, I think we get comparison problems looking online and I think we doubt ourselves a lot. And, you know, I, who was I talking to? I just did an interview with Fiona Margo of, she does amazing stuff and, and she's just like, don't be afraid to put the blinders on. Just don't look at other people's Uh stuff, like really just listen to what you want to do. And I think, you know, and later, you know, down the road as things evolve, like you can start connecting and looking more in your, in your niche. But yeah, I mean, if you're feeling really pulled to do like weddings with only a Polaroid camera, like explore that, you know, that might be a little bit wild, but you know, maybe you end up with some sort of hybrid where like you get to do both and, and give them some kind of cool book or whatever. But I mean, there's so many, so many things that I think like our artists hearts are like called to do. And we just get kind of self-doubty about it because we Uh see what everyone else is doing so I think that is awesome advice so thank you for that and thank you for all of your high praise about the greenhouse I had so so much fun working with you when we we got on this video call and I was like oh my god because we you know you see someone's face a couple times a week for weeks, and and then you're just like oh where did they go you know right I miss them so it is great to see your face again (laughs) yeah well, thank you for taking the time to do this. And I hope it inspires, you know, someone listening to really take the next step because I really, you know, yes, this is part of my job now, but I really am passionate about people finding clarity because it's just better for everyone, you know, mm-hmm. rising tide lifts all boats. But when people feel good about what they're doing, it's, it's just great to see. So yay, I'm excited. to. Fo- I'm going to follow up with you. And uh, and we can we can see where things have taken you in a in a few months' time. So thanks again. Oh, and before we jump off, where can people connect with you? Oh
1: sure. Uh, so my website is amykphotographs.com and you can connect with me on Instagram at Amy dot k Yay.
0: We'll put that in the show notes. Oh, so awesome. Soon. Cool. Thanks, Amy. It was great. Thank you so much, Natalie. You. It
1: was great totally. to be here.
0: If you're still here, then thank you for listening. I wanted to make sure I chatted a tiny bit about what this whole greenhouse thing is about. It is a intensive coaching program for lifestyle photographers that includes eight weeks of really well thought out, planned out coursework. I've been evolving this for years and testing it out in addition to some one-on-one time with me and some one-to-many time where I help you in a group. So it's there's, there's a couple different ways to connect with me. You also get full email support through the Help Center. So you just have like tons of structure and hands-on stuff to get your business where you want it to be, as Amy already described. And I don't wanna waste your time or your money. So if you apply and you're not a great fit or you might not be the, uh, in the right place for the content. I'm not, not going to put you through it if it's not going to benefit you. So if you feel like this is something that you're ready for, I would love to connect with you. The first step is just an application. You can go to photobizhelp.com forward slash apply. That'll take you straight to the application If you want to learn a little bit more and scroll through and get a better sense of what's going on, you can go to photobizhelp.com forward slash the greenhouse. But uh, for those of you that are motivated, jump on over to photobusinesshelp.com or photobizhelp.com forward slash apply. Get your application in and you will hear from me shortly. Thank you for listening. As always, in everything you want to achieve, consistency is key. One more quick reminder, if you're feeling overwhelmed right now, disorganized, check out 17 Hats. You'll be able to focus on what you do best, photography. Meanwhile, 17 Hats does exactly what you need done to manage your business, just as if you were doing it yourself. Go to photobizhelp.com forward slash 17 Hats to get 50% off your first
1: year.